and welcome once again back to Marketing Unders with Sally and Sam. And now it's part two for our podcast about podcasting. And, uh, well, we'll be exploring a little bit more about why podcasts have become so popular at the moment, why we do them, what we can get out of them, what might they lead to. Anyway, I'll be quiet and I'll let you carry on and listen to our conversation. Enjoy. I, I'm, I too am now thinking I'm going to suggest to all my clients that they do an audio newsletter. Mm. Well, it's 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 an interesting way of doing it because I mean you might sort of mm. say initially, oh well, you know, but everyone always gets an email and, and that's what they do, and we can monitor what they're doing and blah blah blah, and you say, well, yes, as you say, going back, I mean, actually, this is a wider question, isn't it, about sort of yeah, the purposes of things, and is this actually um, you know delivering on the goals you have, or is it a Actually, we should do a whole podcast on we've always done it this way. We absolutely should. That's a little phrase, shouldn't we? We've always done it this way. How often do you hear that? People say, well, we've always done it this way. So, great. Well, fine. Great, you have. And, you know, you're spending 10 hours a a month on doing it. Brilliant. Um, What is it doing for you? Do you know? Well, no, we've no idea. Okay. I know. I'm not going to go off and do a massive tangent on that one, if I possibly can. But, but yeah, I think... um, I mean, it, and it's 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 trying new things, but it's interesting. I mean, because uh, yeah, going into a client, perhaps saying, well, you know, wh- how do you communicate with your your audience? How do you build relationships? If it's a kind of business as well where there's quite a complex product, perhaps. I mean, certainly in my sort of area, it's looking at um, slightly more complex um, products, multifaceted products. It's not as easy to just say like a handbag. Here we go. It's fantastic, and yeah. it's fifty quid, whatever it might be. It's it, 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 there's lots of questions there's lots of topics um which need exploring and and you need more depth on them and, and actually a lot of the time getting that access to somebody who is the expert in house who does this stuff um explaining things in layman's terms can actually be far more straightforward talking it through i mean perhaps something like that might be more editing afterwards to ensure you don't sort of go off down any Get real rabbit holes uh but yeah exactly and um but i think actually as you say it, it's um it's a good way of doing that. And then you would, you would very clearly say, well, the podcast is here to, you know, nurture and keep our, our buyers, well, our potential buyers uh, and referrers and everybody else in our audience um, interested and motivated and building relationships with us. Because, of course, as well, if you're basing this on, you know, this expert is going to work on this project with you, should you wish to go forward with it, you have to build up that rapport and have that personal uh, connection, whether you like it or not, at some stage, and I know it works differently across different cultures, but perhaps it, it you can you can access personality and and make more of a, a connection with somebody in that way, video or podcast. But yeah, more people are comfortable perhaps with podcasts to begin with, at least rather than getting themselves on video. Um, and actually, I think as you say, videos it feels it's more prepared, it's more polished, it's more corporate. Yeah. And it possibly should be more prepared, more polished and more corporate if you're going to do a video on your website, for instance. Um, But I think podcasts, the other thing is that we all want our audience to trust us and feel that really strong sense of trust. And although video is probably the strongest way to do that because they can see you and they, you know, you've got nice smart suit on or whatever, whatever the product is. But I think perpetual podcasts where we're constantly saying maybe once a week or once a month, however often you do it, there is somebody talking to you about what they're doing and why they're doing it and showing you how they're developing thoughts, ideas, builds trust. Then you think, oh, right, blah, they do like that. And then they're doing that. And they also do this. It's that constant kind of whispering in people's ears that build, can build trust as well. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I think it's, um, I mean, it's, it's interesting actually because working with academics, as I have many times and in the past, it's quite often come up as an idea, people have said. And, and specifically, I, I remember vividly um, someone was asking me about, well, how can I connect more with, as, a, as a, an expert in this field, how can I connect more with my audience? And so initially they actually sort of revisited their LinkedIn profile because it'd been left in a dusty corridor somewhere for years and they, they picked it up and went, oh, I'm actually going to write some up-to-date relevant stuff about who I am and what I do. So they did that initially, started to connect with a lot more people and they said, how can I access more? How can I reach out more? Um, and how can I show myself working with this expert and this expert to produce an amazing result, which is our joint expertise that we come, that we bring to bear on your potential projects. Um, and they suggested like sort of a, a coffee or fireside, or fireside chat or a coffee table mm. chat. And immediately the words they were using, this is coming from somebody who is usually terribly prepared, terribly, you know, we need to justify everything and back it all up and evidence-based and really careful um, with a, if we're doing this on an audio or podcast or something, I could just talk about it with yeah, these absolutely. other two people. And that's a really lovely way of making that accessible again. Um, Moreover, is... um, a lot of people are really nervous about being on film. I've got to do a video. I can't. I just can't do that. Whereas audio, there is no filmy bit, so you haven't got to worry about getting your hair right and painting your nails and all that kind of nonsense, or worry that you're fidgeting, which I do all the time when people tell me not to fidget. Um, nobody knows on audio. Nobody knows that I'm constantly swiveling in my swivel chair and all those things that irritate people. So it's a nice, it's a much more, it's a safer space to put yourself out there. Exactly. I mean, for instance, no one would know right now that you're actually on a unicycle. I mean, I don't know how you've managed to do it, to keep it it's, up this whole way It's taken years through. of training. I mean, you yourself on, oh. on one leg on your, on your surfboard, I mean, that too is, yeah. I'm yet to reach those levels. Hey, I've got great balance. What can I say? It's yeah. just it's just the way it goes. But I mean, I think we're very good the way we manage, <laughs> we manage to, <laughs> to carry on. Edit out all the noises that all, our, all this machinery makes. Yeah, it's extraordinary, isn't it? It's extraordinary. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, there's definitely, the, it's a lower barrier, isn't it, for people? Anyway, they just have a, a sort of a sense of, okay, well, yeah, that that's okay. I'm happy to do that and then dip their toe in. Um, I mean, the number of people we've interviewed in the past who said, oh, my goodness, I've never been on this or I've never done anything like this before. And there's a bit of trepidation. But then yeah. I think everyone we've then interviewed and spoken with, they just, it becomes just a normal conversation. They forget. Yeah. Um, almost the fact that they're being interviewed. And I suppose part of that is the fact that, you know, so many of us have got used to speaking into microphones and, and you yeah. know, having more of this sort of AV, audiovisual um, recording in various ways in the last two years. So I suppose there's a more of a, a landscape now, isn't there, for people who are comfortable um, with the technology to certain And people degree. are happy. I mean, most podcasts, I've never done a podcast where I couldn't see the people. I think I might, not difficult, but if you can't see the people you're talking to, it's make, make very slightly makes the conversation a bit more stilted, very slightly. Or you, you kind of, there are big gaps between this, between what people say, because someone will speak and they're thinking, has he finished? Shall I speak? I don't want to interrupt. So you get all that kind of problem. So if you can see somebody, it's easier. But I think we've all got very used to sitting around each other's kitchen tables to have a chat and a cup of tea. And it, that's what it feels like, really. That's what, what I hope our meanders do. Don't you think that we kind of invite people in for tea, sit down and have a chat about some, about a subject that we can all agree on or disagree on, hopefully? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, that, that's it, isn't it? it? It's very much that, again, na- the word natural keeps coming to my mind, this sort of natural discussion and something that you can, you know, you can dip into and, and, and see where the, and obviously that's why I'm meandering, where, where the conversation goes. But it's that, it is that personable point. And I suppose that comes back to this relationship building and what I was thinking about in terms of, um, I, I keep saying freelancers, but freelancers, small businesses in particular, business owner, um, perhaps when they're starting out, like the handbag shop, they think, well, I'm not going to do a podcast about this. But uh, but perhaps if they then try it, they could see where, where it goes. Because if they want to build relationships with an audience, then it's a great way of actually starting to to establish it. I think, I think various people have um, sort of started perhaps doing that over this last period. But it's also, I think, an important point to make is that it, it, about, about embracing failure, as I, I've said in previous podcasts, it's like if you did start something, you're freelance, you think, oh, I'm going to go for, do a podcast, I'm going to talk about uh-huh. this. And if it you do it for a few, I don't know, say you, I suppose most, a lot of times it's like how many make it past the 20th episode or the 50th episode and how yeah, many have got the sure right. steam to go ahead. But if it doesn't, and this thing I read before we started was like, um, you know, if you don't, if it doesn't carry on, don't sweat it, it's fine. You know, if that comes to an end, it comes to a natural end. It's like any bit of content. You can re- you can reuse it. You don't have to think, oh, well, that's it then. That's, I can't ever use that again. But it's like anything. It's relatively green leaf. And you can just cut it up into different into different chunks. You can post the whole podcast again. Because not everyone will have heard it first time. I mean, podcasts are just the same as any other piece of collateral. Not everybody sees it straight off or hears it straight off. So it's an endless piece of very valuable collateral. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I think it's very much, you say, it's sort of, um, yeah, and, and particular topics in particular topics in particular are the, are ones which, which uh, you know, stand out and you go, oh gosh, yes, remember, spoke about that. And then, I mean, even, um, I know a number of podcasters, they, they refuse to almost listen back to themselves at all. They don't like that. It's like somebody, like an actor yeah. or something, isn't it? Saying, like actors, no, I, I can't watch. I can't possibly watch. It's going to, oh, it's going to be oh, dire, <laughs> darling. It's going to die a little inside. But um, it's uh, actually, I, I find sometimes when perhaps I've been needing to talk about something with somebody or, you know, pitching to a new client, for example, and then sometimes I'll go back through our back catalogue and think, oh, gosh, yeah, I just remember that. And something, not necessarily something I've said, but perhaps something someone else has said um, or you've said, you know, which yeah, no, or the way that. in which conversation went. You think, oh, that's quite a nice idea, actually. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, Sam, you do some really good individual ones. You'll go on a walk and talk and talk, walk and talk. And I find those fantastic because that's like being with you as a kind of, you can't really, it's like, it's like secretly being a little fairy on your on your shoulder as you're walking along, listening to your words of wisdom, and that's re- I love those. They're wonderful because you do feel like you're you're kind of eavesdropping almost on your thoughts, and that's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, those are interesting because when I first started doing those, again, it's probably a bit of a lockdown thing, I suppose. So what, we'd started the podcast, and then I noticed a few people had done things like that. Initially, I thought, oh well, I, I won't, I won't. I won't do that because it's like, you know, it's my lunchtime stroll. I'm constantly walking around going, oh, gosh, yeah, thinking of this, thinking of that. And I sort of have an internal monologue. And I thought, uh, actually, yeah, no, maybe I should record some of these things. It's quite interesting, even for my own, because interestingly enough, I've started instead of keeping this year as a bit of a New Year's resolution, I sort of said I wanted to keep a bit of a journal about how the year was going. And I'm just really bad at sticking to writing, physically writing down in, in a diary and, and keeping a diary. So I'm, I thought, I tell you what I'm very comfortable with and what's pretty easy and 
takes just five minutes is record um, myself talking about um, certain aspects of things that are going on at the moment, which is a little bit odd because you sort of go through your photo stream and you see you've recorded all these videos of yourself about to talk. You think, <laughs> that's really weird, isn't it? Is that me doing a video for, oh, for a podcast what, or is it me doing, doing there? <laughs> uh, very odd. But I always premise at the beginning and say, this is personal journal entry, whatever, you know, so it's a bit like Captain's Log in a way. Um, but um, <laughs> oh, but God, yeah, the, the, calling you Picard. Absolutely, yes, Jean Luc, make it so. Um, but but the, the the ones, as you say, the, the often those walks, they're sort of that something just comes um, to the top of my head, and I think, oh, that's interesting, and it it's almost for my own benefit to try and process an idea or or something I've seen and thought, oh, what do I think of that? And um, I think a lot of those ones, funnily enough, I mean, you know, we talk about the whole, it's very much welcoming and relationship building and giving people a cuddle, walking them into your house, having a cup of tea. It, it's those sort of subjects I tend to find which are more to do with sort of personal, um, you know, well, I suppose mental health things, but also just, um, you know, the, the typical dilemmas we go through on a day-to-day basis as marketers and as, you know, freelancers, small business owners, for example. Um, and those are the things that really surface uh, for me at that point. And initially when I did it, I thought people are going to think I'm just crazy walking around holding my phone, doing this, and then thought, oh, no, they'll think I'm on a video call. It's okay. It's all right. I want to FaceTime. Um, so I'm quite comfortable doing that now. And a lot of stuff I don't I don't bother using. I just sort of chuck it away and go, oh, I don't know. It's not great. Or try and re-record it. But but it is, again, it comes from a, a genuine place, a very genuine place about wanting to share this and say, anybody else think this or feel yeah. this? Um, or feel like this. Out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I think it has. I think the world has changed. I mean, if we just looked 10 years ago, People would never have probably, it would be like 10 years ago, me writing you an email about my deepest thoughts to, and then sending, and then sending it to an email list. You think, oh, that's a bit weird. This person needs certifying. <laughs> really, she probably shouldn't be out. Um, but now we are more happy with, if I, you know, so I'm having a really bad day today. This has gone wrong. That's gone wrong, blah, blah. And that would be less weird somehow. Mm. Hearing it makes it less strange. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fascinating actually. As you say you make that sort of that analogy, that comparison to, yeah, what would you do? I mean, even before before email, it's like I'm going to write a letter to um, uh, all of my closest friends and family, and a load of people I don't know, and a load of people I have vague acquaintance with, and and basically just do a one way, you know, yeah. explain about you know how I feel about things. You say it's 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 it is it's fascinating. I mean, you know, mediums which allow us to to do this in a way, but also something that becomes. I say acceptable or just, you know, sort of normalised and you think, okay, well, is that helpful? I mean, because when I first posted any of those um, walk and talk kind of ones, um, I mean, sometimes I'll just cut it as an audio. Other times I'll do it as a, as a video to share and perhaps post on LinkedIn or something. And you think, oh, gosh, is this a bit sort of self-indulgent? And, and is anybody actually going to, you know, respond to it or go, okay, well, we'll see it at hope you're okay, yeah. Sam, who knows? But actually I had some really... <laughs> You know, good responses from people, and other people saying, "Oh yes, yeah, we'd love you to, you know, hear hear more about what you think about this." Because, and there will always be those people who will never be comfortable with, um, you know, discussing that stuff and putting it out on the internet. But if it encourages a conversation, perhaps with someone who you know, I mean, there's a couple of people who I, who I know who then came back and had a subsequent conversation, real conversation, face to face with me yep. about topics that I touched on, and. And I think that's really valuable, actually, if it, it sort of, you know, opens up uh, people to discussion as well. Um, and clearly, going back to the commercial aspect of this as well, in terms of, you know, brand building, personal brand building and for, for your business, 
if it's opening up conversations with people or getting other people talking about you to other people in the best networking um, uh, methodology, um, then that, then that's interesting. So then immediately, if we're doing a podcast about podcasting or doing a podcast about, I don't know, marketing strategy, someone talks to someone else and says, oh, I listen to this, talking about marketing strategy, particularly for, I don't know, uh, handbag, handbag shops. Obsessed by and you them. go, oh, I've got a handbag shop. Oh, that could be useful. Oh, maybe I should chat to those guys. Um, so definitely useful from that point of view, of course. And it's I'm also, I mean, it's like any kind of networking. I mean, this is, in a way, it's networking, grand networking. It's not just going into a room with 20 people. This is us going into a room with hopefully hundreds of people listening to us. And yes, we do want to hear back from you. Getting anyone to reply is more difficult. But we do, we do genuinely want to hear back from you. Anybody who's listening to this, we want to know what you think. We are interested, honest. Um, but I think it's uh, it's as much as saying properly understand what I do. Because if I just wrote you a letter saying, oh, I do marketing strategy and I take you from goal to measurement. Yeah, and that, what does that mean exactly? What, what the hell does she actually do? No idea. Whereas actually when you listen to us kind of talking about bits and stuff and things and ways we might think, you're much more likely to go, yeah, that actually does genuinely sound like that might be quite fun to work with them. And Sam will say, you know, I, I, that Sam is much, much better at doing the technical end of things than me. Um, film, webinar, podcast, editing. And uh, when I hear Sam talking about it, I'm thinking, oh, he makes that sound so easy. And that's it's a really, really fantastic way to market things to make people think, oh, I feel relaxed. I don't have to think, oh, I've got to go and do this horrible thing. I'll do it on a Friday afternoon, so perhaps it might get cancelled. So it's it's a nice, relaxed, smooth way of um, transitioning people to feel differently about the techie bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And 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 it's that again. I mean, it it does relate again to this. Um, as you say, if you were talk, if you imagine you were talking something through, so you're doing a pitch to somebody or, or a networking event. Yeah, you're saying about what you do, and and uh, oh right, that's interesting. So tell me more, and then you're going to enter into a conversation of some sort and you want to put people at ease, but also say, look, yeah, these are options. These are things you could explore and talk about. And, and I think it's also, I suppose, relating to the, the style, the way in which you work. So if, if, you know, if small business owners or freelancers are doing more podcasting, I suppose you want to get across, obviously a bit of your personality will naturally come across, but also the way in which you work and the themes. Because I noticed, I mean, we clearly have, a number of themes. I say one of the biggest themes we seem to always return to is about the the interface between technology and the human being, and and obviously planning and budgets and things like that. So it's very interesting. And referring again to listening back to back episodes in terms of what we talk about, but also the themes that pervade throughout um, is interesting because I think then that it almost gives you a naturally gives you a bit of a a, a usp to what it is you're if you're talking about the thing you do which we do um then you you think oh okay uh, that's from my own mouth and perhaps it's other people we've talked about on the podcast we've asked questions which are angled that way and so i think that's an interesting thing as well when you're doing it from a from a business point of view rather than a because of course there are all these podcasts out there which could be to do obviously my one military history or gardening, or it could be to do with plasticine model making. You know, it's it's your other passion, Steve. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, and and there's all of those, um, all of those things which uh, that'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Uh, having a morph <laughs> character here, um, but th- those things which are and, and certainly lockdown, people were probably searching for content and, and a community um, because that's the other thing. As you say, I mean, the fact that 
if you get responses, get people to ask questions, and as I say, in the sort of the model that the kind of perfect model of the podcast I regularly listen to, it has gone through those phases, and now it is actually a genuine community which has all developed on the back of a couple of blokes talking, and it literally was in their kitchen um, once a week, and yep. now you've got hundreds of people prepared to pay money to come and listen to them you know listen to them and with each other and, and create subgroups and so there is very much that community angle i think as well which is the sort of i don't know i mean it's kind of the well it's like the nirvana for, for you know, the, the best state for a, a podcast audience to get towards yeah. perhaps not we could, we could now talk about the, the we could draw i mean not personally but draw matt eastland jones back into this conversation a wee bit because when when you and i started it was technically very not basic, but we started the easiest way we possibly could do it, which was to record it, just the audio, on Zoom. And I live in a very strange... I live in the middle of Oxford. You'd think I'd have marvellous internet connection. It's rubbish. Um, so, obviously, sometimes I just disappear. You'll hear, if you, if you listen to our back catalogue, <laughs> very occasionally I'll be saying something very interesting and then I just won't be saying anything at all for some time. Um, so we started like that and it was fine. We didn't feel embarrassed. We didn't feel bothered about it. We just were very happy to put ourselves out there and just talk and chat. And Sam is the most patient entity person in the world and was very happy to take some of the worst bits of crap out, um, which made it very smooth and wonderful. And we just decided actually, since we actually enjoy doing this and we like spending our time talking to you and each other about these subjects, perhaps we ought to, A, take the effort away from Sam having to t cut out Sally's rubbish bits, and now we're going to give it to Matt Easton-Jones, who does a much better job than we do at making what we do not palatable, but more professional and easier to much easier to listen to. And he also does incredibly useful things and gives us little radiograms that we can post. And it's it may, although you don't have to do it expensively. But once you get comfortable with it and you're thinking, yes, this is our podcast, which we are now rather proud of and like doing, and then you might want to up steps. But it, you don't have to start at the top. It's not as if you don't have to start making um, an EMI film when you're just trying to do a video for your podcast. Exactly, yeah. And I, I, th I think, um, well, what we've said we must get Matt on as an interviewee or a fellow discuss discussant or panel. You know, we must That's get him on for word. a chat. Um, you know, I think because um, Matt, yeah, Matt's um, story ninety four is um, check it out story ninety four dot com. I think I'm correct in saying if you look up story ninety four Matt Eastman Jones, um, then uh, yeah, he's got a great studio, hasn't he, in Oxford where you can record. And, and I was invited on another podcast, so were you, of course. And um, so that's where we started to 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 see his him working his magic. And because that is the other part of this as well, isn't it? Around sort of you say professional production, and you can go. You know, I suppose various grades, various steps you can take, but it's also just the, um, as you say, we started out kind of like right. I mean, I remember distinctly. I was because it's during COVID. The kids were at school, at school at home rather, and so they were doing home learning downstairs. My wife's tutoring in one room, and then I was actually in my daughter's bedroom. I think for some of them because it was the furthest <laughs> point away in the house, so it was a bit quieter. And there's lots of fluffy toys in there. It's good for sort of dampening the sound. Um, I'm sure uh, Matt or someone else would correct me on this and say, "Oh my goodness, what are you doing?" But it was manageable. Um, but then you get to this point of then, you know, if you're having a production schedule, you know, having the questions asked you, you know, well, again, who, who are you looking to reach? Um, how often do you need to be 
recording and then all of the technical support that goes in there to get the best that you can because you want to get the best for your input and your time of course don't you as well because if you it's heartbreaking if you start podcasting and then you go oh, i'm gonna record on here get my iphone out and i'll record a nice audio file and then you realize afterwards that you could hardly use any of it or on a regular <laughs> basis or there's a problem or whatever yeah. it might be you know and it's it's knowing about distribution channels and things like that as well and and having that covered for you is is a really good thing to um you know to have sorted for you and and i think it's also i don't know i mean i suppose the industry um of podcasting if you can call it a full industry is still at that point of you know it's developing as well isn't it so i i think it's quite an exciting i say frontier i mean i suppose yeah podcasting uh, as a thing has been around for quite a long time i guess but then it to me as as a consumer and a producer of of podcasts it it does seem as if we've entered into a new phase which is quite exploratory and i think perhaps there's new things that people can be done uh w- with them as well and, and experts like matt obviously are very well placed to help advise on on that and, and where perhaps you can go with um with it as well which is i think you're right having a professional who can see that actually yes you do face to face but actually maybe it'd be better if you had five of you there or uh one of you taking the lead all of those kind of things that you might be people get worried about oh i don't know what i'm doing and it can be quite useful to have someone who does know what they're doing to advise yeah definitely definitely and it's i mean it's uh i, I think um it'll be great in the next the next period we have now because we, we sort of took a bit of a no not a complete break over christmas we wanted a lot on and we were very busy and we sort of you know we let things sort of have a natural lull and relaxation around yes, our, our a, publishing yes. schedule and it's kind and, of and setting up a little bit yeah yeah but i think now as we said you know we're sort of fully committed to pushing forward this year and and uh, actually, I was just thinking to myself the other day, it's really exciting, the idea of lots of people we can, um, you know, get on and, and talk Absolutely. to. And, um, and it's great to be able to do a lot of this from the comfort of your own home. But of course, getting out and about is nice as well. I mean, and yeah. just before we started, you said, didn't you, Sally, about we should do a, a literal meander a literal down meander, the Thames, yeah. perhaps, Absolutely. or the Evolode or the Windrush uh, in uh-huh. Oxfordshire. <laughs> see see how that goes. Back this, we could, you know, we could rent a punter and get, get ourselves punted down the Thames. You see, there'd be a nice little oh. bit of background splashing, and that would oh. prove that we do both live in Oxfordish. Yes, exactly, yes. We've got to get some genuine stuff in there and have some, like, you know, uh, is it Tom Tower? And, you know, have some of the bells in Oxford going Absolutely. off. And, uh, you know, it would be all very, very natural and the sound of, you know, popping of champagne corks yes. and strawberries well, and, and, and Sam lives in a very beautiful Cotswold village, so we'd have to go and we could sit by a cricket pitch, and wood on yes. willow, little knocking yes. noises, gentle claps... You know, lovely. Oh, it's got soundscapes now. You go out there, that's another. It's got to start recording soundscapes and selling them on the internet. But yes. uh, who knows? Who knows? Well, I think we've kind of we we've meand we are I think we have. meandering off into some weird tributary yes. now, aren't Fantasy we? So we, now, but, uh, but no, 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 not at all, not at all. But I was thinking, yeah, I I I think we've sort of covered a good good amount of ground, haven't we? Really, in terms I think of we have, um, yeah. You know, purposes of podcasts, why people do them, how they can be used. I mean, I know we haven't covered much of the uh, technicalities or the uh, anything in terms of statistics or anything, but if we do follow this up with another one, which would be great, and getting um, uh, Matt on to interview, for example, then we can we can explore some of this and test whether what we've been saying is makes any sense, um, is true or not, and and perspective from his perspective, because obviously he works with 
all of these podcasters who are who are doing um, doing this stuff week in week out. And we hope we've encouraged some of you to maybe think, oh yeah, I'll have a go. That seems not too difficult, and I can genuinely see a purpose for doing this. This could actually give my customers something they actually want. They want me, yeah. not just my product. Yeah, exactly. Abs- absolutely, that's it. And I think it'll be, um, yeah, yeah, interesting to see how many people do, you know, try to. I mean, that's an interesting question straight away, isn't it? How many new people have started or looking to start podcasts? How many have done it for a bit and then. You know, they've they've ended or perhaps did it for a while, stopped, and then go, oh no, actually, I can do this again. You know, it's probably one of those things where people perhaps pick it up and put it down. But again, all those questions where you can explore, I suppose. Yeah, so absolutely interesting. But uh, yes, well, thank you very much. That was no, thank you very much too. And, um, if anyone That's out there has been. Uh, uh, motivated to, uh, to to ask a question or to uh, perhaps you know even send a question to us and we can ask it to Matthew if you're interested in podcasting in particular or um, let's know about anything you're interested in basically about round marketing yeah. um, then yeah. you can find us um, at meanderspods at gmail.com send us an email or if you just look us up marketing meanders online you'll find us on on Twitter Facebook um, you can find our, us two of us on LinkedIn of course can't you as well so uh, always watering holding around there and doing all sorts but um yes thank you very much everyone thank you sally and yep. uh good to see well, you we'll see you all next time i guess i say see you all we'll, we'll reach out to you continue to build our heads. relationship with you yes yeah, yes we'll good. commune with you <laughs> next time <laughs> thanks very much bye